0: Welcome to the Rock Christian Church Podcast. Today's message is a Victor Mindset by Pastor Sonia Simpson. Oh, this hype and (laughs) it's pressure now. (laughs) All right, tonight I want to speak to you about having a Victor Mindset. Um, Romans 8.37 says that we are not a victim, but we are a victor. Um, So just before we get into the message, let's quickly pray. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your word, which is alive and active even today. I ask the Holy Spirit to prepare the hearts and minds of your people to receive this word tonight that I believe you have asked me to share and help me, Holy Spirit, to be a vessel to your words to flow out of me to have the maximum impact of your kingdom purposes and for your greater glory. In Jesus' name, amen. So um, I've heard this analogy being used uh, which I love, and I'm going to use it again. Our mind is like a computer, and how we program it is how it's going to function. Um, so I'm just going to bring up that other scripture just so that's on the screen here. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we can have the latest computer, we can have the most fastest technology, the latest model, but if it has the wrong software in it, it's not going to function the way it was designed to function. Um, our computers can, you know, there's many times that we get viruses in our computers. How many of us have had those issues where we've got viruses come into our hardware and contaminate our software? Um, and when that happens, you know, with time, what happens is that our computers, the best of computers, they start to run slow, they have they malfunction and they start to play up. We can't access files and a lot of things start to go wrong. But it's not that there was anything wrong with the hardware. Um, it wasn't defective. Uh, it wasn't poorly made. Uh, it wasn't damaged. It's just that the software got contaminated by the virus, and so it affected the hardware. Now, when God created us, he stepped back and said, another masterpiece. And he has actually given us the right hardware. He's given us the right software. Um, you know, We are the right nationality. We are the right size, we are the right you know, height, we are the right color. And he has not only just put the right software in us from the very beginning, but he's also programmed us to be victorious, to be strong, to be uh, courageous, to be victorious, and to be confident, and to be creative. Um, he, uh, our initial software actually says that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength," which is from Philippians 4.13. And God has actually programmed us to live the abundant life. And the reason why we're not experiencing the abundant life is because um, many times we've allowed wrong thinking, which is like viruses, to contaminate our software. And then we go around being affected and we live very defeated lives and discouraged and have low self-esteem and low aspirations. Um, here's the good news. There's nothing wrong with who got created. We are not a mistake, we are not faulty. We are created in his image. The problem is not the hardware, it's the software. We have allowed viruses to get into us. We have allowed you know, people's negative voices, thoughts, and our circumstances to contaminate our thinking. Uh, what we need to do is now actually to get rid of these viruses and to go back to the original software that God had initially put it back into us at the start. Uh, We need to see how God sees us and dwell on that. Um, You know, there are times when um, I've I've thought, like, how do we do that? Um, There was one time when I was listening to a message um, many years ago, about seven to eight years ago. I was a new Christian back then, and I was into my emotional healing journey, and I was thinking, I needed to be set free, so I was reading a lot of stuff and listening to a lot of uh, material about um, you know, having the right mindsets and uh, getting rid of wrong thinking. And I came across a message, and uh, I'm not sure who's, who's, who preached it, but uh, there was something that this person said that really uh, grabbed, me, grabbed my attention and jumped out at me, and it said that when there's wrong thoughts that come, uh, come into your mind, you need to press the delete button. It's like your computer you just press delete. So when you have any wrong thoughts, uh, wrong voices, you press the delete button. If there are thoughts that say like, you know, uh, we're experiencing our best days now and it's all downhill from here, we need to actually delete that thought because that's a virus that will infiltrate our thinking and contaminate our software. I know Steve Chalmers was saying something to that effect last Sunday when he's, because he's turning 30, it was just more like a joke. He was having fun and he just said, uh, it's all downhill from here. And <laughs> I was saying it's good to joke like that, but sometimes it's not good to actually dwell on those things too much because we actually become what we think. Uh, Matthew 9.29 says, you become what you believe. So it's really important to guard our minds and also you know, not to let wrong thinking, wrong thoughts, wrong voices to actually dwell in there. Uh, You know, there may be thoughts that might come up in our minds that says we're never going to reach our our potential, we're never going to accomplish our dreams, we're never going to meet that right person, we're never going to lose weight, because, you know, uh, my mom was overweight, so I'm never going to uh, lose that weight. My father had an addiction, he's an alcoholic, so I'm going to be an alcoholic. Those are wrong thoughts, and we need to actually take them captive and we need to uh, say what God says. We need to press the delete button and we need to declare what God is saying. God says, Who the sun sets free is free indeed. So if the sun sets you free, you are truly free. That's what God says. We need to dwell on what God is saying. If the enemy can control our thinking, he can control our whole life. So we need to actually. God our mind. Scripture says that we hold the doorway of what we allow in. We can dwell on negative thoughts, derogatory comments, or we can choose to delete it and dwell on what God says about us. Um, you know, Henry Ford said it this way: If you think you can or you can't, you're right. And if you, you know, if you are going around saying things like. I'm never going to um, lose that weight, I'm never, you, then you're not. If, and if you're going to say, I'm never going to get rid of that addiction, then you're not. And if you're going to say that I've reached my maximum potential then, and I'm never going to go any further, then you're not going to go any further. It's not because you can't. It's because you have convinced yourself that you can't. So why not believe in what God says? Why not give that truth and give that, make that your reality? Um, you know, I have an example of one of our young adults, Logan. Here, uh, he came to me in September. He was struggling with a smoking addiction, and uh, he wanted to give that up. And he, we prayed about it, and, we, and he said that you know he wanted to actually give up smoking. And I said you can do it because you can do all things through Christ. And he believed that. And today it's been about five weeks since he's been you know not smoking a single cigarette. So you know that's like an awesome <laughs> testimony for the fact that. You just had to believe that, and you could do it, so you know this is how this is where we 're giving our, our power to the thoughts and the words. Are we giving power to what God says or to what the conditions are saying around you? Our thinking determines our destiny, and the good news is that it 's not too late here 's the key: we have to clear out all the negative things that people have said to us over the years, and I know it can sound like a big task, but we can actually detox our mind and declutter all the not wrong things that people have said. You know, whilst growing up, you've had parents that have said things to you. Um, teachers have said stuff, negative, you know, spoken negative words and thoughts and, um, and could have been a coach or coworker, workers or even just friends or anybody could have said stuff to you. You need to actually press the delete button and not dwell on it and declare what God says. I know some of you might have had parents that have said negative things about, you know, you can't amount to anything. I know my own mother did that because uh, my mom had mental illness and so she was not a very encouraging person to be around. Uh, So she said things to me that, you know, you're so indisciplined, you're never going to amount to anything. And when I got hold of this stuff seven or eight years ago, I realized how detrimental that was to me and so I started to delete those words and those negative thoughts and I started to declare what God was saying. What does God say about that? And the scripture that I got hold of and was meditating on was that I am destined to leave my mark on this generation and I kept declaring that and today I think I'm doing that. So praise God, hey, So, you know, you can reprogram your mind, and you can get rid of the bad stuff, and you can put in the good stuff, which is God's word. Um, I read a report somewhere uh, that says about how, you know, children, when they are bullied in school, those negative thoughts and derogatory comments can actually have a huge impact on their lives, and it can actually go for a long time into their lives. It can have an effect for years and years and years to come. Um, so I can give you an example of, there's a story I'd like to share here. Um, I met this girl last month and we've become good friends. Um, so she's just broken up with her partner of many years and, uh, she was sharing with me. He's in his forties, she's in in her thirties. Um, the reason why they broke up was because he couldn't hold a job down, he was unstable and they were having a lot of relationship problems and he was depressed and, um, she said they went for counseling, and uh, what came out was that when he was a child, when he was in school as a student, very young, he was chubby, and um, some of the stud- other students were calling him names, and they were saying, um, you're a loser, and just calling him all sorts of names. And so what happened was that he allowed those words to actually take root in his, in his mind. And, uh, you know, people can say things to us, those are seeds that they sow, but it's actually up to us whether we want to water those seeds. We have full control of, of, what, of what seeds we are going to water. So people can say whatever they like, but it's, it's our, in our, our control is you know, whether we allow those, those thoughts to keep coming into our minds. Do we repeat them? Do we keep dwelling on them? Or we just press the delete button? And get rid of that and declare what God's saying about us. So I know there's a lot of us that say, oh, you know, someone said this about me, they brought me down, they're saying negative things, they're criticizing me. But people can say what they want. We can't control what they say, but we can definitely control our own soil. We have full control on the seeds that we want to take root and to grow. Um, and so in this case, you know, my friend had this. Uh, break up and uh, she was saying i wonder if how things would have panned out if he had actually not allowed those words to germinate in his soil you know he could have maybe year after year was thinking about these words that those kids had said to him instead if he had pressed the delete button and started to declare what god says god says i'm fearfully and wonderfully made i am the child of the most high god you know i am talented and I have the favor of God. If he was declaring those things, I wonder how his story would have been. I'm sure it would have been different. Uh, Joshua 1.8 says, uh, yes, Joshua eight says, Meditate on God's word day and night, and everything you do will be prosperous and have good success. When your mind is full of thoughts of faith, thoughts of hope, and thoughts of victory, then that's what is going to become a reality. Um, so yes, that friend could have had a whole different you know, story with her, with her partner if he had actually used this you know, strategy of deleting those wrong thoughts and not dwelling on them, but actually allowing to declare God's promises and what God says. People might have spoken negative words over you. You need to delete them, don't dwell on them and declare what God says. We call it the three Ds. Um, like, you know, God, so, God's, uh, so words have power. Words and thoughts have power. If we dwell on them, they actually produce results. So if it's like the negative stuff, then it has a negative impact. But if it's God's word, it has a positive impact in our lives. Um, so for this, I'm going to share a story. But, you know, I go to Debbie and Simon's... Uh, Uh, Life group and Debbie was uh, telling me she was sharing a story with me the other day about this uh, lady who was in a mental institute. She was very mentally unwell. She was, you know, on medication, and uh, there were people that were visiting her and speaking the word of God for a couple of hours. They would just go and just speak the word of God to her, and she was allowing the word of God to actually seep into her mind, and she was meditating on them and she was allowing it to take root and grow and guess what happened after a while she actually got set free of all her mental illness and she's not even on any medication that's the power of God you know so it just goes to show if you give you know attention to the negative thoughts that's what's going to grow in your life if you give attention to God's Word that's what's going to grow in your life so why not choose you know life over death. Um, So the real battle is taking place in our minds. If we are defeated in our thoughts, then we have already lost. God has programmed us to be victorious, to reign in life. Scripture says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from all of them. When we start to think like this, then all the forces of darkness can't stop us. If we can get rid of our viruses and get back to our original software and that the Creator put in us, I believe we will go places that we haven't dreamed of. You know, we see kids when they're little, how excited they are about their lives. You know, they just want, they have big dreams, they have big aspirations, big ambitions. They want to be astronauts and they want to be pilots and some of them even want to be the president, you know. And so they're really not insecure. They have—they're not intimidated. They're not scared. It's because they've just come from the Creator, and so they haven't been contaminated by the environment. But then, what happens once they're here? You know, people start telling them that they can't do this and they can't be like this, and they start their possibility thinking gets corrupt, and they start thinking that they're just average people. Yeah. So could it be that some of us have actually allowed? You know those mindsets that we've, you know, experienced growing up with people that have actually been negative or depressed. Have we allowed that to become like our normal? You know, some of us might be just going around thinking that's normal. Sometimes we learn to function in our dysfunction. Just because the people we grew up with had bad habits, addictions, uh, let us not make that mistake to think that's okay for us. God created us to be confident healthy, free, and positive, to go further, to be happy, and to have successful relationships. We have the seeds of greatness in us. It's up to us to start watering the right seeds and reprogramming our thinking. Romans twelve two says, don't be conformed to the world, this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I'd like to share a story here about a German shepherd dog. Um, so, there was this German Shepherd dog that was pregnant, and uh, it got onto the street one day and, and actually got hit by a car, which is really sad. Um, the car actually hit its back legs, so um, it, it managed to make its way home to its owner's house by dragging its back legs. Um, in a few ye- uh, weeks, the legs healed, but because it wasn't set properly, the legs were not actually able to, the dog wasn't able to actually um, walk on its back legs, so it kept uh, it was able to move by dragging its back legs and then, in a few weeks' time, it had its puppies and um, After a couple of weeks, the owner was actually watching the puppies and found that the puppies were actually also dragging their back legs and so he was wondering if they had the back legs of the puppies had got damaged in the accident, and so he was very concerned and took the dog and the, and the puppies into the veterinary to get it checked out and Yeah, surprisingly, there was nothing wrong with the back legs. They were fine. But what the puppies had watched was the mom modeling. You know, the way the mom was walking is what the puppies saw, and they copied the mom because they didn't know any better because they just thought that was the normal. And so it's funny that, you know, sometimes we could do that as well. What's happened to some of us is that, you know, growing up, we have seen what was modeled to us. And the people that raised us, they might have been good people. They might have had the best interest at heart. But in some ways, they were dragging their back legs. They were negative. They were discouraged. They had addictions, low self-esteem. And uh, now some of us might be struggling in those areas. They made poor choices in relationships and got involved with the wrong people. And uh, we might be dealing with that. But the good news is that, like those puppies, There's nothing wrong with your back legs. Those are simply wrong mindsets that we've developed. And as we get our thinking straightened, our back legs will also straighten out. So God didn't create you faulty. He created you in this image. So don't go around dragging your back legs. You're not supposed to go through life feeling inferior, having low self-esteem, with addictions and little goals and little aims, that's not who you are. And don't believe in the negative uh, reports and naysayers and critics because that's only going to hold you back. Uh, the story of the bumblebee. Um, there's, uh, according to all the laws of aerodynamics, the bumblebee is actually not supposed to be able to fly. The experts and the, you know, the. Uh, Physicists have all done a research on the body of the bumblebee and found that its, width, its wingspan is actually too small for its body size. And so it's not designed to actually take off and um, have any lift to, to take it up into the air. So they had done all these reports and, and collected data and said the bumblebee is not meant to fly. But guess what? The bumblebee never got told about that. The bumblebee didn't get the memo, so he didn't know any better. Uh, he was just designed to fly. He had his wings and his DNA said that was the most natural thing to do. So one day he started flapping his wings and he took off into, air, into the air. And the way he did it was because he had his wings on the side and so it gave him the extra lift. But imagine if the bumblebee had actually had, was privy to those reports <laughs> and to all those, uh, the data that was collected and he was told that he couldn't fly. I don't think he would ever have taken off the ground. So it's so important not to actually believe in, in naysayers and critics and the ones that set us back, but in what God says and who, how God designed us to be. Uh, so I'm going to end with the story on Carl Lewis. Uh, he is a Christian. Carl Lewis is a Christian and a great athlete. And uh, So the year he was actually training uh, for the uh, Olympics, the Olympic Games, he was wanting to get past the 30-meter mark for the long jump. And uh, all the critics, I mean, there was experts saying that there's no way that he's going to make this long jump because it's too far, no one's done it. And so when the reporters were asking him, what do you think about all these negative comments and reports that are coming your way? And he's like, I don't listen to, what, I don't listen to the negative stuff. I don't let it take root in my mind. I just let them drop to my feet. And so that year he went to break the, uh, the Olympic records. And uh, this is what he says. Um, I read read this in an article, in the Christian Today article. It says in his own words, I've gone through a lot of different situations, but the Lord has enabled me to have the confidence, the strength, and the drive to be the best. Knowing I have the Lord with me, I feel that there is no greater strength that I could have going into a competition. So, Carl Lewis had understood this principle of not letting the wrong seeds take root in his mind, and he believed what God said about it. He's, he knew he believed in the Scripture that "I can do all things through Christ," because that's where his strength came from. So, and um, he he knew that God had the final say. And yeah, so today, tonight, I just want to encourage you, friends, to just go around on in your day. Deleting all the negative stuff that come. Don't dwell on it, but declare what God, has, God says about you. You know, let those seeds take root in your mind. And let that become your reality. And um, yes, and be renewed by the, you know, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I believe our best days are ahead of us. And, and I believe that, you know, that we can achieve all that God has for us. So I encourage you to adopt a victor mindset tonight. And uh, yeah, just to go on to live the life that God has for us, which is one of victory and one of power. Amen. So just, I'll just close in prayer. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your word tonight. I believe your word has the power to break down strongholds and set the captives free. And I believe it has done that tonight, Lord. So thank you for your word. I declare and release your promises, your provision and your blessings over your people. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm not sure what the time is, but yeah, there's a little bit of time. If people want to fellowship out there, enjoy some time. And um, thanks for coming out tonight. Have a blessed week. See you next Sunday. Thanks for listening to the Rock Christian Church Podcast.